Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and... Yeah. Yeah, you can catch me at the hot spot. It's the B-R-A-T. All right, so Rich Mountain Morning Show. It is time for the hot spot with the one and only B-R-A-T. Hey, good morning. What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. I'm your girl, Brad Tat Tat, and this is the hot spot where we bring you music, movies, and more. So let's get off into it. Well, y'all, Drake and J. Cole are taking their first-person shooter record to another level. On Monday, the two rap heavyweights announced that they're hitting the road for a joint tour. Officially, it's called It's All a Blur Tour. Big as the what? What? <laughs> Big as the what? And who is that, Drake and who? Drake and J. Cole. I'm down for that now, Drake one. was just on tour with uh, 21 Savage. Yeah, but I don't like the idea they're using Blur. That was, what's his name, Robin Thicke's um, song, Blur Lines or whatever. Blurred. Yeah, same difference. Blurred. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Cole will be supporting the extended version of Drake's highly successful tour, uh, which reportedly ranked in over $100 million during its run. Dang. Wow. Uh, both their mascots, Drake OVO Out and Cole's Dreamville logo, uh, graced the tour flyer, and Drake made to clear their equal pl- uh, playing ground, labeling them both goats in the game. So their tour starts packing arenas January 2024. Mm. That's what I'm talking about, planning ahead. And uh, moving on, y'all, Cal Mitchell explained the reason he was hospitalized earlier this week. He said in an Instagram video that a bulging disc caused him to have some scary symptoms. Uh, Mitchell shared that he was out shopping uh, when the room started spinning, so he stopped for food and water because he thought he might have been dehydrated. He said, when I did that, the whole right side of my arm and leg was numb, followed by me not being able to swallow, he said. And that's when I panicked. So I drove myself to the hospital. I wouldn't advise anyone to do that, but I was panicking. So I wobbled myself to the car. And at the hospital, he lost the ability to move his right arm. And this prompted a number of tests, including CAT scans and EKGs. He said, well, we feared it was. It wasn't. He said, thankful to be doing better. It was actually a bulging disc that I had from a prior injury that was pressing up against a nerve, mimicking all those symptoms oh that I was going through. Man, that's nervous. Man, that, yeah, ooh, man, that's that hurt. scary. Man, man, you don't know what's going on with you. That's what I hate when something like that happens. You think you're having a heart attack, a, a stroke. Right. You don't know what's happening. So he thanked fans for their support, y'all. So we're glad that he is absolutely okay because we love Kale Mitchell. He part of the family. All right, last but not least, a black and white leather jacket that Michael Jackson wore in the 1984 Pepsi commercial sold for $306,000 at an auction in London on Friday. The jacket was, list- was listed by auctioneer's prop store among Items connected to other music legends like Amy Winehouse, George Michael, The Beatles, David Bowie, and Elvis, according to the BBC News. Jackson wore the jacket as a part of the series of Pepsi New Generation commercials. Is this the one he wore when his hair caught on fire? Y'all? Maybe so. Oh, Lord, Lord. Uh, Jackson's jacket had been expected to sell for as much as $488,000, while the price guide for Michael's expected... uh, 
for Michaels expected it to go for $73,000. A crystal studded glove that the King of Pop wore during the Jackson 1984 Victory Tour previously sold for $190,000 at auction and Kim Kardashian reportedly spent more than $65,000 in 2019 on a jacket from Jackson's Thriller video as a Christmas gift for her daughter North. Man, that's awesome. Wow. I would have loved to have that damn jacket. I know, me too. All right, y'all. I wonder we what they do with that leather outfit that Ola Ray had on when she was walking down the sidewalk <laughs> with <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blue. I wonder did they even sell that? Yeah, that, that, that leather cat suit. <laughs> I bet you did. Ooh, yes, Lord. Oh, Lord. Was fine. That was the first fine thing we've seen in the yes, 80s. Sir. <laughs> yeah, strutting yes, down sir. that damn sidewalk, man. I'm like, damn, Mike, my no Mike hitting it. <laughs> Hold it. Half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary has the tea and the color of the day, Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning, U.S. A beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. People are still talking about Jesus, honey. People are still saying, y'all, that he's on his divorce tour. Now, they're saying, y'all, that, you know, the hip-hop legend is speaking out, y'all, for the first time about why he's surprised. <laughs> His estranged wife, Jeannie Mai, and divorced her, which we was talking about that. We've been talking about that for all month. They're saying Jesus is trying to keep tight lip about his marriage, but people close to the multi-platinum artist said that um, he is now committed. Y'all, listen to this. This is so amazing. They're saying, y'all, that Jeezy is now committed to dating black women going forward. Oh. Now, yes, honey. They say in a new interview conducted by the gorgeous Miss Nia Long, Jeezy spoke out about why he failed to divorce his talk um, show um, host wife. Now, they're saying that the 46-year-old rapper said, I can tell you that I'm saddened. I can tell you that I'm disappointed. And I can tell you that I'm uneasy. But God, honey, has put me on a different path. And that path is growing to entail for me to take care of myself and to love myself and to be in the best position where I can be. Now, MTO spoke with a person close to Jeezy who tells them that going forward, Jeezy plans to exclusively date black women. They're saying Jeezy is currently, honey, in the midst of divorcing his talk show host, Miss Jeannie Mai, who is Asian. Now, they're saying that Jeannie Mai moved, honey, her family members into the Atlanta's millionaire mansion, a common custom, y'all, in many Asian households. They say, but... Moving your mom and your brother into your husband's home is not typical, y'all, in the black American culture. And that may have contributed, y'all, to the demise of Jeezy and Jenny's relationship. Oh, man. Yeah, well, you I can't mean, do that. You can't, Ricky? You wouldn't want your wife to move all her family in your mansion or nothing like that? Hell, I almost cussed on, on this radio. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I almost just cursed. Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely. If you move your mother in, like... uh that's one thing, you know, to help care for the baby or whatever. You know, if she get along with everybody. But but you can't be moving family members in. You can't do but, that. But that's their custom, though, Ricky. I mean, that's what... Whose uh, custom? The Asian community. Oh, they no. move their families in, you know, in, in oh, their houses. Uh-uh. We're the only people that don't do that. Man is a uh, head of household, and that's just going to go against everything that he believes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can't be taking care of all them doggone people. Everybody need to have their own house. Yeah, well, Gina, you know she has a she had she has a job, but you know she's just as rich as Jeezy, I think. I don't know, but um, you know she's a talk show host and things, and she she's a public figure and what have you. But she just wanted her family to be because Mama Mai was always with Jeannie. If you watch the show, you see that Mama Mai stayed with Jeannie at Jeannie and well, uh, Mama Mai ain't, ain't putting no pot roast in that oven and making no potato salad. Yeah, no. So, man. 
So I just still feel bad. But I hate it though that he's just gonna date black women exclusively. Now nah, that's a, a rare thing. Oh, for, why do you hate that? Because that's because you didn't you dated um, Jeannie and you weren't dating a black woman, so you need that revelation. Of the side. I was surprised when they got together because I he always gave me strong black woman vibes. Yeah, that, that's who he would be with. You yeah, know? that's usually how it be. Though. I remember I worked with a guy who had dreadlocks from my house to yours, and he had a European woman. So you know, <laughs> it don't matter. <laughs> So, They'd anyway. be the worst ones, the yeah. earthy brothers to be getting them. Yeah. Oh, yes, honey. They'd be getting them a white woman, oh, yeah. But it's saying. like sometimes, all the, time, all the time, black women don't do right, but boy, you got to have it, bro. You can't leave it yeah. alone. Yeah. Can't stop. And I love everybody. Oh, all right. Well, moving on. And, and, and other celebrity news, y'all. Beyonce, honey, y'all. You know, she recently launched her new perfume called Sunwar, honey. And they're saying that the first review of her new scent is out. And MTO said, honey, somebody confirmed that, that everything looks good. The boxing, the packaging, and everything looks good. And the person who sampled it looked, um, uh, was said it was very good. They wanted something to be monolithic and wanted something to have a little bit of intimacy. So right there, they said everything was good about it. But they said when that person opened the box, their body language told a different story. Mm. They said, you know, they didn't know if it was smelling the way it was supposed to smell. So, honey, I don't know. Um, they got different reviews. Well, maybe, you, well maybe you have to have, it requires a bath first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you put, yeah. Yeah, we good. We good for putting on some damn uh, perfume being there uh, uh, smelling on, t- it don't cover spunk. It don't, uh-huh. it don't cover funk. Get in the tub, get your body clean, then put the perfume on. You think? Yeah, absolutely. Because, but, but, but I think like when you put the um, perfume on a cologne on top of an unbathed body, it gives it a different aroma. Oh, the way, you know? oh, oh, yeah, you got to get the funk off, brat, with the soap. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you got the worst. Yeah. <laughs> you got worse. the worst. Worst dead body. <laughs> uh, yeah. You got to get in the tub. You got to get you some ivory soap, or get or get that. Uh, what I use that oil of Olay in the, with the yellow top. Uh, yeah, any, any of them damn all all of Olay, but that thing leather up so good, you be smelling so good and soft. That use that loofah. Yeah, get that. Damn. I, don't, I don't use no loofah now. How I about use loofah? Right. Damn loofah. Hell no, you can trap me in that. Grown ass man law violation using a loofah. Yeah, I was about to walk you right into that bad boy. No sir, no sir, a rag. Using that one Dion Colby promoting. Yeah, yeah. I don't even use that. I don't fool with no loofah, man. Loofah don't feel like they get you clean. You have to use a rag, not a washcloth. A face get you clean. A rag. No, huh? loofah have too much meaning holes in it. Don't nobody want to use a sponge. Not a loofah. You got to get the loofah with dead skin, though. Yeah, you get your dead skin on. And you rinse your body with a loofah. You could wash after that with a rag. Yes. Yeah. I'll take a shower with a chick and she going to use the loofah. I'm fine with that. She going to get the back because I can't reach my back or something like that. But they got they got some sticks that's attached to a loofah now. Yeah. No. Get with the program. Yeah. I'm just cool. get a damn sponge. A sponge will do it all. A Y'all about cool. a damn loofah. Oh, yes, a sponge. No, a sponge yeah. holds the, the dead skin in there. I don't know about that. The loofah. The color of the day, honey, is one use, of my Gary? favorite colors. What? You use a sponge. Yeah, I use a sponge and, and I use a towel. Right, right in there and wash the tub out with yep. the same yep. sponge <laughs> with some Ajax. Oh. The color of the day is camouflage. And I just hate camouflage. And on the Lord, just say beautiful camouflage. Y'all don't know, baby. Y'all please, honey. You a walking ring around the tub. That's what you are. You probably use that same because you don't even change rags. You use a sure different don't. rag. I know you don't. I know you don't. You just said it on the radio yeah, before. Yeah, nobody got time walking. to be changing no rags you every damn walking. night. No, yes, just, yes you do. Just no, you don't. Yes. You are going to wash walking? all them towels? You. You. Oh, no, I'm not. How often do you change your rag? Probably once a month. Oh, yeah. Gary. Yeah. Gary. 
my God. All right, y'all. I can't believe it's a bunch of people ain't changing. Y'all don't change the radio station. Don't change the radio station. Give us one more chance. We'll never bring that up again. Here's the original doo-doo brown. The the what, Katie? He's the original doo-doo brown. Oh, wow. Black Tony, where you at? Oh, I got I got uh more important thing more uh, more importantly things to do to, uh, this morning Saturday. I got to go up to my son's school. You're not coming to work, but I told him why you got to go up to All your right. son's school. Cause they got they got me. I'm speaking uh, uh at career day. <laughs> <laughs> you heard him, Brett? Yeah. <laughs> I don't Brett. know how you gonna do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brett, why your Brett? Why your nerves got bad when he said career? Why the wind like you like the wind when I just because he don't come to work. <laughs> So how you going? So you been, well, So how you gonna tell? So how you gonna do career day? What's his career? Yeah, they want me to come your, talk what? about being a being a uh, 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 they call it a me a uh, media media person personality. Um, I'm be a, I'm talking about my career in radio, my career as a uh, money show person, my career as a radio professional. Um, they want me to come up and talk about it and tell the truth. What are you gonna um, have to say about it? Because you don't even. You know, I'm just gonna the tell them about how you you know you go you get up there and all the how the hard work we do to put on the. Uh, what hard work do you do? You America. don't come. You don't come. <laughs> that's beside <laughs> the point. That's a story. That ain't here. even the point. But what's I'm the point if you don't about, put in no uh, work and you? How can you talk nah, about something? I'm you telling them. Shout listen here. You know what I'm saying. I'm trying to tell these folks. I'm trying to uh, motivate and inspire these children. You can't tell nobody nothing that you don't know about. You can't tell nobody nothing you don't know about. Hey, He's teaching the kids how to work without working. How? Uh, he not, that's not setting an example. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'm telling, I'm telling them, if you believe in yourself and you work hard, you can but make you it. But you don't work hard, nor right do you now. believe in yourself, because you don't never believe you should come to work. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I tell you what. I tell you what. Believe in this right here. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Special K, good morning. Hey, good morning. Um, So, Good morning, Ricky, and everybody. Yeah, uh, have you ever thought about renting your place out on Airbnb when you go on vacation? Hell no. 
No. I know. That's creepy, right? Well, this guy in California, he recently went to Vancouver for a few months to spend some time with his family. Now, he's on a one-year lease at this place, and he kept paying rent. He just locked up and left town. So when he got back, a bunch of his stuff was missing, including his PlayStation, his computer, and a gun. So he filed a police report. But it turned out there had not been a break-in. His place had been rented out on Airbnb by who? His landlord. Mm. Yeah. Now, he told the landlord that he would be out of town, and they realized they could make a little extra cash by renting the place out, but without his knowledge or his permission. So, now the landlord is trying to claim that they did nothing wrong, and they're refusing to pay for the stuff that got stolen. So, uh, so, did, did he agree to uh, the Airbnb? No, he didn't. He just told the landlord, hey, I'm going to be leaving town. I don't want y'all to think nothing's wrong. I'm going to be out of town probably, you know, two, three months. But uh, I'm going to keep paying That's my rent, trifling. and uh, I'm just going to be gone. That's trifling. Yeah, so so the guy posted about it in a Reddit group where lawyers give out free legal advice, and they're all telling him that he needs to sue. They say the landlord Absolutely. violated uh, what they call his reasonable expectation of privacy. So he could end up getting a lot more than what that old PlayStation was worth. Can you believe that? Tell the landlord that you're going somewhere anyway. Thank you. Yeah, just right. go. Yeah, if you're going to continue paying your rent, I mean, I don't know what the, why the landlord needed to know that, but that was real trifling on the landlord part. It's something more just to that. rent out your spot. Yeah, it's something more to that. <laughs> it seems like it, don't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine? Yeah, that'd be... Somebody been living in your house. Right. When you didn't even know. And you ain't know. You had no idea. You, you I, don't know. I would have had to flip, take every single thing out of that house and clean every corner, carpet, in that wall, furniture clean. If not, get some new... I'll have to start over. Yeah. I feel like somebody been in my house and I don't know who been in my house or whatever. I'm just funny. Rita, are you the same way? Yeah, and I'm thinking if somebody been in there, you know, people use a bathroom now and they take all their clothes off. So just imagine... <laughs> You come back in your bathroom been defiled. You don't know right. what's been going on. I'm, we got to clean up. Rooter to the tutor. We got to clean up. Pressure wash. I don't see how people rent out their personal house. Me neither, like, I can man. see if you bought a house strictly for oh, Airbnb yeah. that you don't live in. Yeah. But, but I, your personal house that you live in? Oh, no. no and I no. tell right. people all the time, I'm like, I would be terrified to um, do an Airbnb. I'm sorry, Jimmy, because you don't know when people put cameras there in their damn house and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Mm-mm. I mean, me, me and my family, we stay at Airbnb when we go out of town. Oh, but it's no. the Airbnbs that no. don't. Mm-hmm. That nobody lives in is strictly for Airbnb. They can still put cameras in there. Most of them got cameras. Most of them got cameras. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I give them something to look at. Well, you <laughs> <laughs> I'm a freak. Mind, body, business with Maria Moore on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, let's get motivated, y'all. We got the one and only with Mind, Body, and Business with Maria Moore. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, everyone. So we see a lot of stuff on the news about social media and how it affects our mental health, but there are positive aspects of being on social media, and I wanted to talk about that uh, today. If you want to make it a more positive experience, because let's be real, that's how we stay connected to people we love. That's how many of us make money. It is just the way of the world, and I don't think it's going to change. So um, ways to make it more positive. Number one, don't be afraid to unfollow, mute, or block. Listen, you have to use the tools. Ricky, I know you You know know me. I got over a million blocked. (laughs) Oh, not a million. (laughs) 
You ain't blocking all them people. I yes, promise to God I have. I promise to God. You don't know me. I'll yeah, block I mean, your ass in a minute. And phone number two. Oh. I mean, hey, it's your right. You got to protect your peace. You have to protect your energy. And it's okay to unfollow, block, or even mute people. And I've had to mute people that I know in real life. Just because sometimes, you know, they just always posting about negativity. They always complaining or just posting silly stuff. And I just don't want to look at that all the time. So I just go ahead and mute them so that I'm not exposed to that content. So use right. those tools to protect your mental health on social Some media. You don't have to quit it. Too damn much of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm boiling an egg all in your time. <laughs> damn. Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of everything. Uh, so don't be afraid to use those tools. Number two, find yourself a community. Um, what are your interests? Be really intentional about your time on social media. Uh, one of the things that I like to do is follow certain hashtags. Right now, I'm trying to learn Spanish, like real good. And so I follow a lot of Spanish-speaking accounts so that I'm exposed to that content. Uh, but you really know what uh, Instagram thinks of you by looking at your Explore page. So, you know, if you look at your Explore page and it's a bunch of... Uh, nonsense, folks fighting, booty shaking, and stuff yeah, like that. That's that. what Instagram probably thinks of you. Yeah, yeah, I get that a lot, and I get pilots taking off. So I watch those videos all day. Oh, Anything yeah. cockpit um, videos, I get them all day. Yeah, and I mean that's better than watching toxic stuff. I know for me, um, I had to really watch what I was interacting with in terms of this war in Gaza because I just people just posting stuff that's too graphic and it it just really like was messing with my mental. I couldn't handle seeing all of those images. So um, you know, make sure that you're being intentional about what you're connecting with on social media. Um, and again, adjust your algorithm. Be careful with what you comment on because you may see something and it may trigger you when you start commenting. And then that social media platform is going to think, oh, this is what you're interested in. And you're going to see more and more and more of it. And then all of a sudden you're going down this rabbit hole. So there are ways to make it a more positive experience. Can y'all think of something really positive that has happened as a result of your use on social media, like a connection that you made or anything like that? Does anything come to mind? Yeah, broke from ordering stuff. Oh, broke from ordering stuff. Yeah. Have you made yeah. any uh, positive connections in terms of connecting with uh, old friends from high school? Or maybe you met a contractor or you got to connect to book a gig or something like that? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Chicks from the 90s that wouldn't let me smash back then. <laughs> oh, yeah. That done fell off real bad. Them be the good ones. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> all of them got them all back. Mm. Well, yeah, man. I got a couple of speaking gigs, man, from people watching my videos. And man, thank like, you, hey, thank you, Roxy. Yeah, Let's Maria? keep this segment positive. Well, I, I can always count on you. Man, I'm always hearing your motivational, happy ass experience. Oh, trying to get everybody motivated and doing well, man. Make sure y'all go to Rock T's Hug Festival this weekend. <laughs> He just gonna have depressed people. He gonna come and hug them. That's a good idea, yeah. dog. I'm gonna do yeah. a hug fest. Rock T hug I'm fest. To, I'm there trying to get somebody in a right in a good mental space. Ass. Yeah, it's your grown ass care bear. Ass. <laughs> All right, y'all. Follow me at Maria Moore on social. M a r i a m o r e. Thank you again for that, Rock T. Oh, get your friendly kind trying to see Jesus. <laughs> oh, happy for everything. Ass. Oh, happy to wake up every morning. Yeah. Coming, oh, coming in the studio, smiling and hugging everybody. Oh, friendly. Friendly, happy bear ass. Yeah, oh. Maria, how can you be rich? M A R I 
M-A-M-O-R-E dot com or on Instagram, same name. And ain't nobody going to your page either. Perfectly reading stuff right ahead. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. All right, y'all, the National Detroit Hall of Fame reveal the 12 finalists for uh, its 2023 class. Uh, once again, my uh, uh, once again my favorite childhood toy, fireworks uh, was robbed. Fireworks was robbed, Brett. Well, the finalists this year are baseball cards, uh, the board game Battleship, Bingo, Bop It, Cabbage Patch Kids, Connect Four, Mattel's Ken, The Little Tykes Cozy Coop, that's the classic red card with the yellow roof, Nerf Toys, Slime, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, I love a lot of those. Now, the winners will be voted on by toy industry experts in addition to public voting at museumofplay.org throughout the week. Three of the 12 toys will wind up getting inducted, and they'll be announced on November 9th. All right, uh, can y'all believe that Bingo and Nerf were also nominated last year, but they didn't even make the cut? Mm. Uh, so the three that did make it uh, uh, in last year was Light Bright. That was a good one. Yes. That was yeah. a good one. Remember Light Bright? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, your ass lose the black paper, and then you just have to look at them the holes and see <laughs> that light bulb. <laughs> Shout out to my cousin, Lynn Armour. I used to spend a night over that. She had a light bright. Uh, Masters of the Universe. Uh, and the top uh, the top toy, um, uh, the top, you know, the one that you spin. Yes, sir. Uh, mm-hmm. So if you could pick any toy to be inducted to the Hall of Fame, what would it be, Special K? I had an Evil Knievel Pump It Up motorcycle. There you go. You better get up on this radio. That Evil Knievel Pump It Up motorcycle, man. You better get out of here. Let me mark that off my list right now. Yes, sir. Come on, man. Come on. Get off the radio. That thing take off going, boy. Man, take the rest of the day off, dog. You deserve it. And G.I. Joe with the Jeep with the searchlight on it? Come on. I swear to God, you my best. You my cousin right now. Hey, man. G.I. Joe with the searchlight on the Jeep. You got a damn Evil Knievel up under that damn. 
them. Come on, dog. The one that you wind up. Wind up. The one that you wind up. Shoot off that ramp. Shoot off that damn ramp and jump on that ramp. Oh, you thought you had something? That was the greatest toy ever. I don't know because there's there's there's. Come here, Dave. Come here, right quick, Dave. I don't know because honorable mention is Rock'em Sock'em Robots, dog. Rock. Come on, come on. Rock'em Sock'em Robots. If that in the Hall of Fame right now, they something the matter with them. Oh my! I knocked your block off. Super Dave have came out of the studio. Super Dave, did we bring you back, man? Talk to me, Dave. Oh man, the Evil Knievel. Yes, sir. Come on. Oh yeah. I gotta think some more, man. Barbie. Jacks. Electric Jacks. football. Did y'all like the, How about the electric uh, football? The electric football. Yes, hell yeah. Come back on, in the day, you plug in football. You had to sit there. And it vibrates. And it vibrates, yes. Sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> you got to line all the men up. Yes, sir. You got to line all the men up. And then you hit the button and they vibrate. And then you got the man with that little sponge football. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Yes, sir. <laughs> that, that's games right there. And the one with the little thing on there that's supposed to kick the field going. Yeah. It would never work. It never worked. <laughs> never, never worked. Never worked. Never worked. Never worked. Oh, we just said, man, you got seven oh, points. Let's go kick it off. <laughs> Gary. Yes, what? You know what? To be honest, I'm going to be honest what? with y'all. y'all. All these toys y'all talking about, that sound like people who are on welfare and they bought their kids these things. Because we didn't that have all us. those toys growing up. That's right. I know because my parents didn't buy me that kind of stuff. Your dad worked we at the funeral home. No y'all always anyway. had good money. Your dad worked at the funeral home. Yeah, but we had trouble and we had Monopoly. That's the kind of toys Everybody we had. had we didn't that. have, had. have no rock Everybody had that, Gary. Did you ever have a Tonka truck? Right. Um, Did you ever that, have a Tonka Dump truck? That's why you're on here doing the tea. <laughs> <laughs> right. You ain't never had that steel Tonka Dump truck. I, I think we may have had a Tonka Dump truck. You my cousin. Come on now. I believe uh, we are related. I had <laughs> the yellow Tonka truck for 10 yeah. years. Dog. You could ride on it. That thing was made out of oh. real steel, not man, this real man, stuff. Steel. Man, my cousin Tracy Reed had one. My cousin Alvin had one. Yeah. We all had a Tonka truck, the Come yellow on, one. Yes, sir. Hey, speaking of riding, who had a big side. wheel? Yes, sir. Who had a big wheel? The red talking. big wheel. The red big the wheel. The red big wheel. Okay, okay, we couldn't afford the green machine. And after that, you right. right I was just going to say that. The little, the I little had a green machine. Brad, you had a green machine? I had a green machine, yes, indeed. Brad was rich. You no, I wasn't. No, I wasn't. Yes, but I did have an easy bake oven and a Snoopy snow cone machine. How many of y'all just to open up some nine ladies and put it in that little tray and put it in the easy bake oven and make <laughs> some tappy? What you say? What? How many of y'all made some tappy? <laughs> Don't talk to me hey, if you ain't take them damn the nine ladies and yeah. put it in that little yes, tray in yeah. the easy huh. bake oven and make you a big ass piece of taffy. <laughs> really? <laughs> you better stop yeah. playing with me. Now, my neighbor Shell and Nisa had the easy bake oven. I used to love to go to their house for the easy bake oven, but. We didn't get it. We were less. How many y'all let all the little? Back? How many y'all take your GI Joe and let all the little army men smash Barbie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really what about the, what about the little paddle the paddle ball with the little string? Yeah, Rick Rack. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. In now the south, we, we call it the Rick Rack. Yes, so. Oh yeah. My Brett, my grandmother was great. She was get that dog on thing. Pop. <laughs> My grandmother knew how to And you could tie it around the handle to make it shorter. Right. <laughs> could you yo-yo? Yeah. Did you know how to yeah, yo-yo? Yeah, we yo-yo. Yeah, oh, yeah. yo-yo. Yeah. 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 Remember the one that lit up? The one that lit up? Yeah. Oh, my God. And everybody got that big-ass bag about the size of some sweet potatoes of them green army men all over the house. Yes, sir. And then you get that one that's laying down. The one that's laying down like that. Bro, we had real toys. So what about the stretch man? You remember the stretch man? After the stretch arm strong. Come on, baby. Stretch arm strong. wait a minute. I bet your big wheel didn't have the brakes on there on the side. The little yellow brakes. Who didn't have the brakes? The yellow brakes. Who didn't have the brakes? That's how you spin out, And that one tire will wear out before the other two. 
How many of y'all took all the tires off the big wheel and built you a goat cart? Come on now. Huh? Y'all want to talk? Shout out to y'all want to talk railroad indicator. You want to talk real engineering? You want to talk? You want to talk Uncle Shug, Uncle Bro, Anthony Bruce Smiley built me. We built a damn. Hey, Dan, you take some wood. Come on, dog. And you take the tires off a bit wheel and build a go-kart and take a stick. Yes, sir. You wasn't the the real was the real boy if you ain't build and, and a go-kart. And the stern wheel was a rope. Yes, sir. But, I'm, <laughs> but y'all better stop playing with me. Let's go to the phones. Good morning. Fire from Indianapolis, and I pick Lighthouse. I'm Leonard Collins from Louisville, and the toy I pick is the troll doll. That is J.D., <laughs> Houston, Texas. Greatest toy I to be Transformers, Optimus Prime. With the trailer. Oh. My name is Angela. I'm calling from Winsfield, Missouri. The toy is going to be a slinky, a slinky. Yeah. I'm Nina Wilson Carter, Indianapolis. I like Rock'em Sock'em Robots. I'm calling from Homestead, Florida. I'll say the green machine. My name is Anessa Blossom. I'm calling from Dallas, Texas. And the greatest toy of all time is the Easy Bake Oven. My name is Teresa from Baltimore, and I pick Cabbage Patch Doll. My name is Noni. I'm calling from Fort Lauderdale, and it'll be Connect Four. I'm calling from wow. Orlando, and I think the Easy Bake Oven was one of the best ovens to bake your first cake. Oh, that was awesome. Hi, I'm calling from Baltimore, Maryland, and I pick Cabbage Patch Dolls, Brat Dolls, Jack, Jump Rope. Gordon Redenberg from St. Petersburg, Florida, and the uh, Nintendo, Super Nintendo or Nintendo. Then you then you run out of the little packets. You run out of the little packets to bake cakes. We're gonna easy bake oven, and you take that little silver pan, and then when your grandma making some cornbread, and your grandma cousin, she cussing you out at the same time, but she give you a little bit of that cornbread mix, and you put it in that damn thing, and you go in there and bake you some damn cornbread in your room. Now you got some your own cornbread to go with your greens. Come on, dog. How we gonna how we gonna You telling the truth, boy? How we gonna disrespect Mr. Potato Head, man? Bruh. Oh, yeah. How we gonna disrespect oh, yeah. Mr. Potato Head? Cause, cause Steve is our competition. <laughs> oh, oh. oh. Black Tony, where you at? Oh, uh, I got, I got uh, more important thing, more, uh, more importantly things to do to, uh, this morning, Saturday. I got to go up to my son's school. You're not coming to work, Black Tony? Why you got to go up to All your right. son's school? Cause they got, they got me. I'm speaking uh, uh, at career day. <laughs> <laughs> you heard him, Brett? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brett, why you Brett, why your nerves got bad when he said career? Why the wind like you like the wind when I just Cause tell? he don't come to work. <laughs> so how you going so you been, well, So how you gonna tell so how you gonna do career day? What's his career? They want me to talk what? about being a being a uh, 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 they call it a me uh, media media person personality. <laughs> Um, I'm be a, I'm talking about my career in radio, my career as a, a money show person, my career as a radio professional. Um, they want me to come up and talk about it and tell the truth. What are you gonna um, have to say about it? Cause you don't even. You know, I'm just gonna tell them about how you you know you go you get up there and all the how the hard work we do to put on the. Uh, what hard work do you do? You America. don't come. You don't come. That's beside <laughs> the point. There's a story. That ain't here. even the point. But what's I'm the point if you don't about, put in no uh, work and you? How can you talk nah, about something? I'm you telling them. I'm. listen here. <laughs> that ain't on my side. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to tell these things. I'm trying to uh, motivate and inspire these children. You can't tell nobody nothing that you don't know about. You can't tell nobody nothing you don't know about. Hey, He's teaching the kids how to work without working. How? Uh, he not, that's not setting an example. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I'm telling, I'm telling them, if you believe in yourself and you work hard, you can but make you it. But you don't work hard, nor right do you now. believe in yourself, because you don't never believe you should come to work. Oh. <laughs> you know what? I tell you what. I tell you what. Believe in this right here. Uh, 
McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the T. It's Gary, baby. Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Excuse me. All right, y'all. For the past few weeks, baby, they said there's been some whispers that um, former Real Housewives of Atlanta fan favorite Miss Nene Lee Zhao was returning to the franchise and they Good. say it's been getting louder and louder y'all now they say honey um, people ask the question did Nene um, stop a, um, drop another um, hint because honey she made it very clear that she put in the caption the tastiest peach in Atlanta, honey. Mm. And they say she was referring oh. to the Real Housewives of Atlanta symbol. So, <laughs> so people wonder, honey, will Nene be coming back? But a lot of people saying Miss Andy Cohen ain't said nothing. <laughs> and that's who got the last word, honey. But nevertheless. That would uh, be cute, though. Yeah, if, if Nene, Nene came and back. Portia come back. Yeah. They need her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, but they said they're going to hire some whole new girls, some whole new fresh peaches, fresh off the vine, honey. Come on now. So, you know, so <laughs> I don't know. But people, like y'all said, everybody's hoping that Nene comes back. And, you know, we're going to wait and see, honey, if she decides or if she comes back. So, honey, stay tuned. All right, moving on in other celebrity news. Remember I reported yesterday, y'all, that Mr. Iman Shumpert, he filed a motion demanding, honey, that Ooh. his estranged wife, Miss Tiana Taylor, turn over her financial records, baby, in contentious divorce, in their contentious divorce. Well, it's being reported out. Everybody's excited about it. Uh, Georgia judge denied it. He said no. He said, honey, she ain't turning over nothing, honey. What you got is Good. what you got, honey. Good. He said, you didn't get all that in June when y'all filed for the divorce and y'all decided to go ahead and stop it and get back together, honey. He said, I'm sorry. He said, they said, honey. He told them no. He said, as a result, they said the judge ruled that any issue that Iman and Tiana documents should have been addressed months ago. So, he can't get it, so I feel so bad for him. So she gets Don't feel him. bad for him. Yeah, well. You don't nobody looking at your records, your but, financial records and stuff. But they married. They they were married. They getting ready to get a divorce, right? Well, he should have seen them when they was together. If he don't know, then he don't know. 
Oh my God, Rika, you know about that? Her go. She's so talented, fine. She is and everything. Nice. She's so and sweet. I love it. I get so excited when I see her. It's always a big hug. She's yes. really yes, sincere she's and everything. genuine. Yep, she's yeah. one of the genuine ones. And she did kind of put her career on the back burner. I feel like she could have been doing way more um, in terms of you know her career and, and even though she did, but I know she mentioned that in her divorce um, filing that. You know, he got jealous when she did certain things, mm-hmm. yeah, well, being a mama and doing all those things. So, well, we're just gonna keep them lifted up in prayer, and hopefully, uh, um, that they make it back together because they have those beautiful kids. And you know, in the words of Captain and Tanil, love will keep us together. So, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you better be optimistic. Yeah, and thinking of and talking about and speaking of being optimistic, Jada Pinkett Smith said that she and Will Smith are staying together forever, honey. Jada is insists that they are not going anywhere. She's going to be with that man forever, honey, as long as she know all the secrets. Honey, Miss Pinkett Smith says she ain't going nowhere. And I mean, and people should stay together. She said, honey, that she and Will, honey, she said are they in own. it for the long haul. <laughs> yep, she said they in it for the long you, haul. Special K, you need to do a top 10 people that we are leaving in 2023 or top eight because Will and Jada is two up. Oh, yeah. Huh? Yes, oh, Lord. People that we are leaving Lord, in 2023. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we, I we wonder if she's, saying, if she's saying that as a punishment to him, like you're gonna stay with me whether you want to or not. I feel like he just no, needs to. They, they all, they both are deciding to stay together. That's yeah. just a rule that they ain't never breaking up. Like oh, Gary yeah. said, they know each other's secrets. Mm-hmm. They're older. They ain't trying to move around to nobody else. They're going to keep doing what they're doing on the low, on the front, we wherever, cool in the that. back. Oh. Just you be know. quiet. Just go. Give us a break. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe that's the together, just, We just need a break from Will and Jada. I, yeah. I'm tired. Because clearly she's still taking up for him with this other stuff happening. You know, so. Yeah, they, they do need to take a sabbatical. Not a sabbatical. All of us on vacation. Yeah. But they love each other. I mean, when people love each other, they I mean, do. we need to learn how to accept love, honey. That woman love that man. The good thing about it, when you live in a mansion the size they live in, you can live on the West Wing, I can live on the East Wing. You know, we could meet up in the kitchen. Didn't they probably used to have two kitchens in those type of houses. Never so, lied there, you know, so I mean, just stay together. Honey. But like, it was me and somebody was just talking about this the other day, and I think we had on um, on on Dish Nation yesterday. One of the girls from the basketball wife, just respect me, honey. You right. can do whatever you want to do, just as long as I don't know about it. Right. Oh, and but you should never say that. If yeah, I, I know with a woman gonna... and we split up like that, I get one of them, them, you know, when the mall stores be closing that cage that they pull down. <laughs> 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 you stupid. Yep. That's stupid. So that's the new thing, honey. Just respect, honey. Just don't tell me about it. But, honey, I I, I, I would never give out that um, um, oh, situation. No, honey. Know. I If I think it, we done. So I'm sorry, honey. And you're going to respect me all the way around because that ain't happening. I can see your jealous self looking through that gate. Damn right. Like that girl on the Cool It Now video looking through that fence. Oh. Or Rapture and Not that shoe basketball. Yes, sir. At the two parts in that shag. The color today, honey, is one of my favorite. The color today has cricket ball. On the high end, you say cricket ball. And on the low end, just say beautiful red, honey. That's your color for today. So, all right, y'all, y'all have Jerry with the D. Yes. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The 
McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Uh, hey, listen, you may know him as the Fast and Furious series award winning music and his new movie. That's right, y'all. Dashing through the snow, y'all. Please give it up and show your love. The one and only Ludacris. Hey, 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 man. Listen, I just came by because I just wanted to congratulate you on this 34th comedy anniversary. It means a lot, man. You know, the dashing stuff is cool in the movie I got because I. Right. But what's most important is to come up here to congratulate you, man. That is a that's a that's a long time doing this thing, man. You know, a lot of people don't last, so that said, hey, that man, speaks I, volumes. Man, I sure appreciate appreciate this. Uh, hey, Luda, you uh, you started with this company doing radio. 100 percent yeah absolutely yeah. so you know it feels good to be back right now still got that radio voice too i'm telling you <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, yeah, we, need, we need to make you do a break right quick <laughs> congratulations i said well, i'm gonna take everybody check if i do that i got oh, it i'm be quiet then i'm just playing i'm just playing now nah, whatever you need me to do i got you bro this is this is your day no nah, man, I absolutely love you and appreciate you. Now it's your day, man, and congratulations on your new movie, Dashing Through the Snow. And uh, it's a star-studded cast, comedian Lil Rail, and more, man. So tell us, uh, <laughs> tell us about the film, and you know what is it like playing your character, Eddie? The fact that Will Packer is the producer, that Tim Story is the director, right. that I'm in it, that Lil Rail is in it, that Tiana Paris is in it. You already know what's going on here. And we got a black Santa Claus in this oh, movie. Oh, no. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on, I'm offended. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, Claus, yeah. I was, I was going to say, how many movies you know got a black Santa Claus? And then I had to think to myself, damn, Ricky Smiley. <laughs> damn, damn, damn. <laughs> All the criminal black Santa Clauses that are on your 34th anniversary. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but this is is a family movie. It's a comedy. Um, It's a modern take on Santa Claus. It's dope because he's kind of, you know, acclimated to the modern world. This Santa Claus has an iPad with his naughty or nice list on it. He he uses an iPhone. His sleigh got, you know, keys. I mean, it's it's, it's very funny. Lil Rel killed this role. You know, I'm a girl dad, so it's like my girls are loving every bit and moment of, of every scene of this movie. So it's it's just it's a lot of fun. And I think people are going to enjoy it. It's something you can watch every single year with the Black Santa Claus. Mm. I mean, you've done a lot of films, uh, you know, over the years. And uh, so what is like your favorite uh, character to play out of all the movies that you've done? 
You know what's crazy? My favorite character is not even in a movie. It was uh, something they keep playing to this day is that Law & Order episode. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen that. If you haven't, you got to check it yes, out. Sir. But being on that Law & Order and playing Darius, uh, it was like the final... It was it was the end of the season and I played it twice. That that right. was my favorite role. And they and I think it's been like fifteen years and they really? just it's reoccurring. They keep playing the episode. So Yeah, it was good though. It's the gift that keeps on giving. That was my favorite role. That and Crash. Crash, you know, yeah, oh, Crash I love was that movie. good too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was an Oscar winning movie. movie. So Absolutely. it was early on and I was at that's where I met, you know, my best friend is Lorenz Tate. So Oh, that, I that's love Lorenz. We love Lorenz. Yeah, Shout out Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. So speaking of being a girl dad, this you've had your fourth daughter over the summer. Yeah. What's what's up? Are you gonna try for a boy? You know, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. I don't even think it's up to me anymore. I don't I know. know. That's right. I love how they act a man. Are you gonna try for the boy? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And you know, you talked about Crash. It's interesting because I was uh, I, I took a flight and I saw the movies and I revisited that film and I, that's one of my favorite movies yeah. that you're in. And you've done so much in terms of evolving from being a rapper to doing so many different things. Thank I've you. I've always Thank you. wondered, um, you know, do rappers or people in entertainment when they're going into these different things, do they experience like identity crisis or with that evolution, you know, adjusting to doing new and higher things? You know that that's a good question. I don't I don't think I've done that, but it's like I've seen certain roles that you take on, how deep and ha- how much depth it is to it or how extreme it might be. Right. I've seen people do that. It's funny that you asked that cuz I mean Charlize Theron gave me some advice one time. She did that role in um Monster. Not even Monster. Oh, okay. I think it was a movie with Al Pacino called was it The Devil or something like that? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if y'all remember mm-hmm. that movie, but she went left, Ooh, left. Yeah, the I devil's advocate. Him. And I asked her, yeah, the devil's advocate, that's yeah. what it was. I asked her, you know, what did she do to kind of get out of that role? She said every single scene when I was done, she would go and watch reality television. Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? That's what she does now in order to break out of something that's so deep. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, you you can't lose yourself, but I got a strong foundation. I haven't yeah, quite got awesome. to that point I yet. Know that's right. <laughs> I'm gonna be so honest. Ludicrous. So, how did growing up in Atlanta influence you as an artist, an actor, and a hip hop artist? I mean, and you worked here at this radio station, like we said when we first started. How did that influence you? Man, Atlanta is everything, man. Really? Atlanta is everything. <laughs> has everything. You know, um, being at this radio station, I just feel like it, it prepared me for every single thing that when it comes to promoting when it comes to doing radio because I used to be on on that side so you know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying it's like I understand it from both angles but Atlanta in terms of I feel like just being at Magic City alone helped birth yeah. a lot of the t- <laughs> It sounds crazy, but anybody that's been to Magic City, there's a culture here that, you know, you listen to certain records months and years before they make mm-hmm. it to the mainstream world. And yeah. it's something that's just a melting pot of creativity and just ideas that are birthed from this city and being around certain people and influencers that help to mold and, and and make you exactly what you need to be in order to give to the rest of the world. 100%. Yeah. Atlanta, there's no place like like this city, ever. And, and by about- the way, this movie is based in Atlanta. Oh, so. wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. How do you feel about being blamed for the population issue here? You know, welcome to Atlanta. Lot talking of about my four daughters? But you you really, I mean, with that record, kind of put uh, Atlanta on the map as the city that everybody wants to come to. Listen, man, that's yeah. what hip-hop is about. If you're not impacting change in some shape, form, or fashion, then, you know, your music's <laughs> are, are not making waves in the industry. So I feel, I actually feel great about it. You know what I mean? I, I feel like we, we 
deserve a little something more than what we what we've got. But yeah. you know, um, man, hip hop does that. That just lets you know the power of music, one hundred percent. But Luda, it's yeah. about time to do a unwelcome to Atlanta. Get some of these folks about it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we, can we remix that? We hey. need to shout out to Jermaine Dupree and tell him to make a, a, a unwelcome to him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man. Now, Luda, man, congratulations, man. And we just, we so happy that you stopped by, man. Thank you so much uh, uh, for jumping on with us this morning. Let everybody know how can they uh, find the movie Dashing Through the Snow. Let yep. them know. And give them all your social media handle as well. Yeah, Disney Plus, Dashing Through the Snow. Like I said, Will Packer produced, Tim Story directed, I'm in it, Tiana Paris is in it, Lil Rel is playing Black Santa Claus. You have to watch this family movie. It's a comedy. It's great. Uh, all my socials is at Ludacris. It's very simple. It's very easy. Thank y'all for having me. Happy anniversary. Nah, it ain't nothing but love always. Love you, man. Y'all give it up Ludacris. 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 Yeah. Hey, listen, this is George Pugh from Central City Films. Central City Films? I'm looking for Katira Freeman. Is this the agent? Katira Freeman, that's my daughter. Who are you? Who, who, who is this again? We do uh, adult movies, and uh, she got a DVD coming out. Stage name is Mercedes, and she got a movie coming out called Mercedes Bends Over. What? It's coming in. Uh, we was letting her know that the DVD hey, coming bro, out. Whoa, the- whoa, 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 uh, brother. Hey, brother, I think you may have the wrong oh, yeah. person. You might have the wrong person. I, my daughter, and I like that. My daughter's in college. Yeah, this Katira Freeman. Yeah. yeah. We got a tax ID number, social security number, and everything. It's, uh, a, it's a social security number. It's uh, f- seven six three zero five three. Hey, uh, man, look. I'm a deacon at New Mount Moriah Baptist Missionary Church. In the, I, yeah, I understand that, but, but but it's just a no, number to an no, agent who just let her know that this know tape is coming out. About. I don't know what and I about. And I just want you to know that she was fabulous. Oh, yeah. Say, uh, good day to you, sir. Hello. 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 Yeah, Mr. Freeman. Now, sir, I told you. Now, I told you. Don't please don't call this house no yeah, more. We, You're not going to embarrass this family like this. Well, would you like a free copy where you can see what good job she did? Oh, yeah. Boy, if I wasn't a Christian man. Look, hey, uh, sir, don't call my house no more. Now, you got the wrong. I, I re-raised our daughter. Now, listen, listen. Listen here. She got about nine films that she already done. It's going to make y'all millions of dollars. We got our Mercedes does Dallas and Fort Worth. What? Raleigh and Durham. Minnesota and St. Paul. You're talking about my daughter. Jackson and Meridian. Hey, man, I'm going to lose the spirit if you call my house again. I call my house again. Does she have a birthmark on her side? Hello? Hello, Mr. Freeman. Look, mother I told you quit calling my damn house now. I told you, man, we a deacon. I'm respectful in my community. Hey. My daughter, we raised our daughter better than that. You got to now, see Detroit and Flint. Hey, man, hey, I swear. Birmingham and Bessemer. I'm going to f*** you up. Hey, man. Is this Mr. Freeman? Lose my goddamn number. You know how much money you're going to make? Your daughter's making us rich, buddy. Oh, yeah. Ah, yeah, keep talking. Keep talking. I'm going to start 69 years or something, and I'm going to find you, boy. Hey, you need to come on down here. Are you coming to the DVD signing? Bye, sir. Bye. Oh, yeah. I'm watching it now. Oh, yeah. Go to hell. All right, Rick's Battle Morning Show. It's time for Battle of the Sexes. Listen, we got the one and only Miss Nancy from Greenville, South Carolina. Listen to us on 107.3. Miss Nancy, what's up? Hi, Ricky. 
And then we got the one and only, uh, my man Ken from Cleveland, Ohio. Listen up at 93.1 Cleveland, this is for you. (laughs) Yep, go get that cup. Yes, sir, man. What up, Ken, man? Thank y'all for joining us this morning, Ken and Nancy. So, uh, listen, so we're about to play Battle of the Sexes. If you don't know the question, just say pass where you want to uh, tick all your seconds off the clock. All right, y'all ready? Yes. All right, Miss Nancy, we're going to go first. All right. How many pool Start the clock. How many pool balls are on a table at the beginning of a game? Uh, 12. Uh-uh, 16. Oh. All right. What is the name of that rap group that Grandmaster Flash was was the leader of? Pass. All right, Furious Five. The gym exercise used to measure strength for football players when they when they lay down. When they lay down, they go and they pushing the weights up. What is it called? Oh, press. Yes. All right. What group is Eddie Levert lead singer of? LSG. Huh? LSG. Who? Wrong. LSG. No, no, no. No, no, this is not a joke. No, I think he led the OJs. What? Oh. What college did Deion Sanders play football for? Uh, Florida, somewhere in Florida. Yes. No. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll give it to her. We'll give it to her. She. We're, we're going to get it. actually Florida State, but it's close enough. Yeah, yeah. She's in the same area. I mean, Gainesville, Tallahassee, same difference. Same difference. Uh, so, so you got two. That was good. That was good. Ken, Ken you ready? You ready, Ken? Yeah. You got to yeah, beat ready. those. She, she got two up on you, okay? So we, let me know when you're ready to start the uh, um, clock. Y'all ready? ready? All right. Uh, what chemical changes hair from curly to straight? Lie. 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 It's in it. It's in it. So we'll give it to it. It's a relaxer or a perm. Okay. What type of exercise uses a special machine in order to improve posture, strength, flexibility, and mental awareness? Elliptical. Exercise. (laughs) Oh, um, yoga. No, it's Pilates. Okay. What two colors make purple? Blue and Uh red. All right. Okay, what is, what is a product that people use to depuff and stimulate blood flow in their face? Botox. <laughs> it's a face roller. What do you call a touch-up oh. between the bottom of the nail and the cuticle? Manicure. A fill-in. What part of the body do women bake? What part, what of, part of the body do women, do women bake? Bake. He said, I need, I need to allow this to bake. What part of the body are we talking about? The eyes. Uh, close enough to face. It's a part of makeup. Baking. It's a part of it. Oh, yeah, so three to two, give it to him. Yeah. Three to two, the men. Oh, uh, it looked like Ken won. Special what did he All right. Congratulations, Ken. You're a winner today of the fabulous, highly coveted prize pack. From America Store, the Dollar Tree. All right. <laughs> Let's start your prize back off with a yellow car wash sponge. Yeah, thick and absorbent. 
<laughs> You've got Pine Glow Orange, antibacterial kitchen and bathroom cleaner and disinfectant compared to Pine Zoll. <laughs> you got a Diet Cola six pack from Fago. <laughs> How about those sure and fresh disposable adult underpads? Not flushable. Dispose of properly. <laughs> From Baby Love, Diaper Rash Paste helps heal, treat, and prevent diaper rash. From Ultra Bright, you've got baking soda and peroxide whitening toothpaste. Get those teeth white and that breath fresh. From LA Colors, Expressions, Eyeliner Pencils. Depending on your lifestyle, those may come in handy. You've got lemon pepper, all-purpose seasoning, Caribbean citrus with a kick. Oh, yeah, that's going to be delicious. And you got from Pick Brand Mousetraps. Double pack, kills fast, and it's disposable. Please keep out of the reach of children and small domestic animals. All right, congratulations again. It's all yours, courtesy of the Ricky Smiley Morning Show in the Dollar Tree. But, ma'am, hold on. We're not done. Ma'am, you get a consolation prize. You got a $20 gift card from the Honey Pot Ladies VJ Steam Clinic, where they say sit over hot rocks is safe and fun. Rejuvenate that little hot dog bun. You done gave that man some rat traps. Right? <laughs> they're mouse traps. All right. Oh man, get it right. <laughs> the little hot dog bun. Wow. Keep those mouse traps out of the reach of children and small domestic animals. <laughs> Gary has a tea and the color of the day. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's a beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news. Yes, Ricky, this story is still trending and people are still talking about it and it saddens my heart. But if you recall, y'all, Shannon Sharp recently did an interview y'all, with the beautiful social media personality, Miss Brittany Renner. Y'all, that went viral, y'all, due to her confession about her body count. Now, there's Sam Miss Renner, who has a child, y'all, with Charlotte Harness star, PJ Washington. She recently, y'all, claimed that sleeping with 35 guys prompt of flurry of responses. Now, on the nightcap with Anka and Ocho, Sharp and um, Chad Ocho Single, they discussed Miranda's comments about her sex life. Now, Shannon gave a progressive take on the remakes, all the remarks and um, explained that people would still be surprised y'all, if a woman only had been with two guys. And he said, quote, in a man's eye, if you've been with two old men, honey, you've been with two guys, honey, who raised you? This is what Shannon said, but honey, Miss Brittany came back and she responded, which was very touching, and it touched my heart, and here's what she said. There is a video that I did in my car where I was talking about how I had sex with, was it three men in a, a day? Yes. And then I ended up getting a infection. Yes. That was, I came out pretty unscathed for just a infection. Right. Considering what I could have gotten. Right. If you don't see me as a potential dating person, then great, one less heart to break. The average guy would tell you that I'm not wife material. That's fine because I don't want to be with the average man. The man that I want is someone who is understanding of that. 
And that's true. Understanding that she's a a beautiful woman and, you know, have friends. But that's a bit much, Gary. Three in one day and a year. That's a lot. Well, what y'all do? That take I ain't never did that. I know three. That's something you gotta keep to yourself. (laughs) No, but she was being open and that's what Chad. Oh Lord. But that's what Ocho Single liked about. She was being very transparent and open about it. Yeah, I I mean Three. Did y'all not watch Sesame Street 3? That's the magic number? That's the magic number. And then you walk yes, away with is. a situation. Like, that's a yeah, lot. Yeah, but, but I'm glad that, you know, she was open about it. She spoke about it. And, you know, she was very honest about it. I mean, and Ricky? like um, Ocho, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> and Ocho said three? that, you know. <laughs> but the conversation on social. Three, I can see what 3 looked like for her. Like, the, the, where did you go to their house? Or were they coming to your house? <laughs> Was you moving? How was you moving to get three bodies in one day? Yeah. I mean, it don't take much. It's 24 hours in a day. Like the funeral home on a Friday. God dang. <laughs> but the conversation on social media was about the 35, the number of yeah. 35 Come athletes on. that she said she slept with. 35 in all? In all. That's yeah. that. Well, that's what she said Her the number was. It was 35 athletes, and that's what the conversation was on social media. Was that number a big number? And I said, well, it depends. It was it over a lifetime or was it over a weekend? Yeah, well, and everybody have a body count, so you know. So she was open about it, and she has what one child. Ooh. So I don't think that you know she did that wrong. Like I, got 30. I might have about six, but not thirty. God, yeah. yeah, I also think it's a difference be- between a woman that you want to be intimate with and a woman that you feel comfortable bringing home to your mama. Well, she's no, a beautiful I woman. I mean, a... everybody have a mask on. Everybody looks pretty until you get to know them. Yeah. So if you know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. She's being honest. Yes, so she's being honest. <laughs> Random queefs. <laughs> you know, you know, my DMs are popping right now. <laughs> Did you say moving on? Moving on. Okay. Another celebrity news, y'all. America's got talent host. Terry Crews, y'all, he spoke about the time, y'all, that he was broke after retiring from the NFL, y'all. Now, he said after retiring from the NFL, he said he struggled, baby, to get to the next level where he wanted to be. He said, I tried and failed many times honey, to secure a job in entertainment. He said, but there was no luck. And then, honey, his beautiful wife's wedding ring, honey, he took it, honey, um, he took it for a trip, honey, to the pawn shop, y'all. He said, and when that happened, she, you know, he got, I guess, a little bit more money or whatever. He said because he had to put food on his table and stuff. But some people are attacking. They say, "How dare you pawn your wife ring?" You know, because you ain't had no money. But they had to pawn something, though. I mean, if you ain't had no money and them kids need to eat or whatever, you got to pawn whatever is nearby. And the ring, I'm sure, was worth a little bit more money. Yeah, money. So he did what he had to do. But he said after spending the previous night searching, honey, the couch, cushion for change, he said he made the humble decision, honey, to go in and register, honey, to be. Um, placed um, as a temp somewhere. So, you know, that's what he did. And the temp agency sent him to a factory. And he said he arrived there unceremoniously. He handed a broom. And he was told to sweep the entire factory. And he only made $8 an hour. So, now he's rich. So, I guess that's a, a story that, you know, a lot of people need to hear. You go from rags to riches, honey, and to the pawn shop. So, honey, he did what he had to do. And now he's worth $25 million, honey. So, he's far from broke. So, you know, congratulations, honey, to Terry Crews, honey. Ricky, do you have any of those unrags to riches stories? Uh, I mean, you know, I wish I had $25 million. Yeah. If I had $1 million, I'd be happy. Shoot. But it's coming. The way it's it, coming. We have to keep our eyes on the Lord. The That's Lord right. uh, will fight our battles, and uh, we just got to keep fighting and yeah. pushing. He will bless us, not in our time, but in his time. That's they right. that wait. Brent, they that wait. On the Lord. On the Lord. The Lord shall renew their strength. And, and what else? 
We don't worry about what nobody else got because the same God that gave him $25 million will give you $25 million, but you got to trust him. Come on now. <laughs> well. You got to trust him and lean not unto your own understanding. Yes. Stay faithful. Stay focused. Do right. <laughs> Pay your tithes and offering and take your communion, your communion every first Sunday. He yes, will. Man. He will. Yes, he will. Thank you, Pastor. Shundo. And the color today is tamale. On the hand, you say tamale, and on the Lord, you say beautiful gold. That's your color for today. What just happened, man? Gary, do you believe? Oh, I believe. But, Rick, what happened to the part that mount up on the wings? Right. Mount up. Oh, no. Shall renew that strength? Yes. Yeah. I think I had got the scriptures mixed up. That's all right. Isaiah, 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 Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. You haven't been to Sunday school. So you got to go to Sunday school learn all that. <laughs> you ain't going to learn all that at church. You have to go to Sunday school. I got to get back into Sunday school. Thank you so much for that, Gary. Y'all give it up for Gary with the team. <laughs> 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 